Genius Hour, one of the many classes you can take here at Loveland. It's a seemingly normal class until you really take a closer look into it. With Mr. Hallwick as your teacher, he tells you, Here, think of a project and do it to better the school. Good luck. I'll be here if you need help. Wait, that's it? No worksheets, no book to write a five-page essay? I thought this was an English class. I have guidance, yet I'm free to learn how I want to? Seriously, what is a genius hour? Well, let me help explain. you beautiful people welcome to yet another episode of the peak of existence my name is aaron coso and i shall be your lovely host for this podcast please mind the audio as i do not have access to the wonderful mics at school i'm sure you can bear the pain but let's get started i can't wait to share something with you that i and many others are truly passionate about so we're here today to discuss all the ins and outs of what genius hour is so why don't we start with a seemingly basic question what is Genius Hour? Well, it's rather a two-sided blade. It's both a class and a project. Not really basic, but let me play a YouTube clip to help you understand. Genius Hour begins with a simple premise. Give your students 20% of their class time to learn what they want. They choose the content while also mastering the skills and hitting the academic standards. With Genius Hour, students own the entire journey. They choose the topics based upon their own geeky interests. It doesn't have to be a traditionally academic area. They might like fashion or food or sports or Legos or Minecraft or deep sea creatures. Students ask the questions and engage in their own research to find the answers. Along the way, they design their own plan of instruction. They decide on the resources and activities and each student sets goals and engages in self-assessment. They work at their own pace and set their own deadlines. Students decide on the grouping. Some work alone, others work in pairs or in small groups. In the end, students figure out what they will make and how they will share it with the world. And that is the beauty of Genius Hour. It's whatever you personally want slash think slash design it to be. For example, my personal Genius Hour is a podcast. No, not quite the peak but a different one. I'll tell you about that later. I have a class called Genius Hour in which I meet a teacher and fellow students to discuss progress, ideas, dreams, whatever we can think of. So as we can see, it's both a project and a class inside of Genius Hour. As the video explained, each project is personal and correlates to its owner's ideas and mindset. But there is a baseline you need to follow for all Genius Hours. You need to think of an idea to better your school it doesn't always have to be for your school, but this is a high school, so we're gonna make it seem like that. Uh, you always need plenty of research. You need many different skills to actually complete a project. And with that project, you need a final product to exhibit. Let me show you one more example. I would like to introduce Alexa and Jazlyn. Please, guys, introduce yourself. Um, hey, I'm Alexa, and I'm helping out Jasmine with this Genius Hour project. 
Hi, I'm Jaslyn, and as Alexis said, we are partners with this Genius Hour project. So what is this Genius Hour? This Genius Hour project is um, a painting of an old 50s microphone that is going to be hung up in the Peak of Existence podcast room. How long have you guys been working on it? Um, We've been working on it since January. All right, well, I have five little things I want to talk about with you guys just to really dive into the depths of Genius Hour. So... Danny can be a pretty scary guy sometimes. So what was your first thoughts uh, coming into Genius Hour? We thought that this project wasn't going to be too time-consuming, and we thought it'd be a nice addition to the peak, since, like, the wall that's going on is so big and blank, there's nothing on it. So who came up with the idea? Um, Jaslyn came up with the idea, um, and she was talking to me about it, so I thought that it was a cool idea, and I decided to help her out with it, too. So are you guys painting this on, or is it a picture? We are planning on using acrylic paint for it. How big is it going to be? It's a 5 by 5 foot canvas, just all blank white canvas. Was there any big struggles coming up with the idea or doing it? I know the coronavirus is kind of making it a big struggle, but other than that? (laughs) Um, Yeah, before this whole coronavirus thing, we had to figure out like the cost of the... Um, figuring, we have to figure out the cost and the materials. And we also had to think about the clear coat and other supplies that we haven't heard of before. And we also had to figure out a schedule that would work for both of us so we could actually paint this canvas. Jasmine, what do you think your biggest struggle was on this? I mean, yeah, Lexa pretty much summed it up for the both of us, but I would say, like, creating a schedule to finally finish or even start this painting was our biggest struggle. So what was, like, the biggest group memorable moment that you guys really loved being together? Or maybe there was a solo uh, moment that you really liked? Um, A memorable moment for us would be um, this podcast, actually, because we've just been presenting our idea to um, the other students in Genius Hour. But because of this podcast, more students will know about our project. Yeah, hopefully this can take some traffic into the peak and make it more a little bit more popular. Was the 50s mic the first um, design, or was there a pre-design that you switched to? Yeah, earlier in the semester, I sat down with Mr. Hallwig, and I spoke with him about exactly like what he would like to see on the canvas, and we just decided on doing an old 50s mic, since it correlates with the actual podcasting room. So now that we're coming to the end of the school year, what was the biggest reflection and the biggest benefit that uh, came on to you through Genius Hour? Because of this Genius Hour, we have been able to learn new artistic skills and stuff, and time management, and preparing for presentations. We also learn about supplies that we haven't heard before, like I said, and what they will do to benefit the project. Jaslyn, any comments? Like, preparing for the presentations, we were glad that we had to, like, you know, give so many of them because we got constructive criticism back from the people that we presented to which also helped benefit this project. Do you think the skills you've learned in this Genius Hour will help you in the future, in college, or whatever you do after high school? For me personally, I, li- I find art as like a hobby instead of like pursuing a career later in life. So, I mean, if I were to do something like on the side, then I would say yes. For me, I feel like it would. it's definitely going to help with my future because I want to do something with art or interior design. And I lied to you when I said there's only five questions. I have a sixth question. Crazy, huh? Great. (laughs) (laughs) 
So are you guys going to continue this project once school starts up again? Or was this, or, uh, I'm not going to say anything else, so. <laughs> yeah, we are planning, planning on finishing this project when school starts the next year, because it's not, like, it's not that hard and won't be a hassle to finish. All we really need to do now is just get the supplies and start painting. Now the canvas is only five feet, but you better be staying six feet apart. I'll be watching. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you guys so much for coming and talking. I really hope this can shed some light on your project and make you a little bit more popular. So, I have one more question for you guys. Do you have any parting words for this podcast? Anything you'd like to say to the listeners? Um, I just want to say that this project is an amazing opportunity for us, and this podcast, and that we were we're glad to be able to add something to the school, specifically the peak. Yeah, and if anyone's, any student that's listening to this, and if they have the opportunity to go into a Genius Hour and, like, do it, like, please do it because it is so fun and it's an amazing opportunity to add something to the school. And, I mean, you can do whatever you want to do. Like, you don't have to follow someone else's own agenda. It's on, like, your terms. That is the beauty of Genius Hour. Well, thank you guys again so much for coming. Yeah, thank you. So you heard one group's perspective, but let's hear from some others. How about a teacher? How about the one who brought Genius Hour into the school, Mr. Hallwig? Mr. Hallwig, what was your ultimate goal when introducing Genius Hour into the school? Oh, I had no idea what I was doing with Genius Hour. I, I had come across the phrase as I was reading blogs or curating ideas from my Twitter account, and I started reading like A.G. Giuliani and... Uh, John Spencer's uh, Empowered, which led me to their book launch, which led me to Don Wetrick's Pure Genius. So there was a jumble of ideas in my head, uh, but man, I loved the premise, I suppose. Um, you got to research something, and students had to produce something, they had to exhibit something. And it's that exhibition that set it, or that at least sold it for me. It set it all right, right there with that exhibition. And here I was making the transformation from a teacher-centered classroom to a student-centered classroom. And somewhere I think I just kind of skipped uh, the student-centered and and uh, thought about what a learning-centered classroom uh, would look like. You know, what does it look like when the learning, the concepts are at the center? Concepts students completely take control of and come up with. Uh, what if they choose their own competencies? What if they choose their own goals, um, their own direction and rationale and put a proposal together? Uh, what would they produce? And ultimately, of course, what would they exhibit? So it was this mess at the beginning, an absolute mess. But you could kind of tell that the magic was there in the classroom. Uh, kids coming up with club ideas or poetry readings at a local coffee shop or murals for the math hallway based on the number pi right and of course a podcast studio or reimagining ticket boots for the gymnasium it's just a number of ideas there's so many and i thought man this is this is it let's keep trying to do this right here and the only frame i actually put on students was that it had to enhance or contribute to school in some way that that's what made it real and accessible for kids they can go in the hallways and they can access the space or or teachers or administrators and administrators loved hearing pitches from students about making school a better place right who wouldn't so administrators suddenly jumped on board and man have we absolutely seen some things and i've had to learn quite a bit along the way primarily how to connect kids and resources in the community that was pretty much the hardest part right connecting them to resources that in order for them to realize their vision and ultimately if we 
If we want students to be citizens who can communicate and are creative and can problem solve and critically think, Genius Hour and a Genius Lab was that silver bullet that would catch all of that. So it seemed to be a different way of thinking for students and teachers. Different can be scary and it doesn't always pay off, but I needed some expert advice. So I went to the man himself, Principal Todd Ball, and asked his opinion on Genius Hour. A lot of kids go to him to pitch their ideas to him, so he's seen a fair share of Genius Hour. So Mr. Ball, do you think Genius Hour will benefit kids in their future, whether it's like the skills they've learned or the independence they grew on from Genius Hour? Wow, Genius Hour. I think that that is the closest thing that we do for students to simulate real life situations at Loveland High School. You know, taking a look at something that may be a problem, looking at it from different angles, different viewpoints, and coming up with a plan in order to make something better, that's what we do in real life. So I love Genius Hour, and I love the thought that it creates by everybody. Yeah, I agree 100% that it is near real life. For my project, I actually was able to meet with some professional podcasters through the company Otterbox. I had to set up a time, prepare them for coming, and be able to answer any questions they had. I don't think in any of my history or math classes I would have the chance to meet up with adults outside of the school. It was a skill I didn't expect to practice taking this class, and I'm so glad I did. That experience really showed me that Genius Hour is different. There's a joke in the student world, a meme if you will, that a lot of kids complain, we aren't being taught truly essential items like balancing a checkbook or how to do taxes. And while that is kind of true, we joke about being taught that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. But with Genius Hour, you don't really have the ability to complain. You teach yourself and you do actually learn important adult life skills like being able to hold a conversation with a stranger. I asked my classmates, my peers, about their thoughts on Genius Hour because every case is different and I wanted to see what other people thought about it. This Genius Hour has benefited me because I've been able to learn real life skills such as like researching, like really getting into depth and like researching the things like you'll need for your Genius Hour project and like reaching out to people who I wouldn't usually, like who I don't really know. Um, and this is just helpful for like real life skills because you'll have to um, like send emails or like reach out to people you wouldn't usually talk to and so this is just really good practice for that and I'd recommend this to students only if they know like it's a lot more effort than like you probably think it is when you first think about it but if you're really like willing to put in the effort and like make the change then they should definitely do it. When it came to Genius Hour, my initial goal was to be able to create a mural in our school that would bring a lot of positivity and a lot of motivation to our students. Now, this, of course, wasn't accomplished due to COVID, and it totally ruined the idea that I hope we can hopefully complete next year anyway. But when it comes to the overall class of Genius Hour, I think it was a very unique experience and something that I think no other class brings it really hones in on your productivity, your creativity, and it really challenges you to balance your other schoolwork while also focusing on a project that you're passionate about. This was something I definitely struggled with more than I thought I would. You really have to learn how to set aside your time and kind of organize things differently. When it comes to Genius Hour, you're 
really putting a lot of time and focus into planning and presentations and materials and getting things organized and put together while your other classes are also very demanding and assignments and papers and books to read and such things like that. Um, it was hard to kind of balance all that, but I thought, you know, for next year and other years of school, it really helped me learn how to balance my school life and how to kind of be more of an adult in my, my school life. Um, it was also very different than I expected. You spend a lot of time with this class and it was very demanding. It was also very difficult to kind of navigate on your own when this is something you've never done before, which of course isn't a bad thing. It's very educational and for other students going into this, I would definitely recommend it. It really pushes you to become a better student and a better person. And it, it will definitely teach you things that other classes won't. Wow, just every party involved is happy and enthusiastic. Students, teachers, principals, just everyone. It really gives students their freedom. And a lot of other classes lack that. It can feel constricting to sit in a math class and not know the solution. But with Genius Hour, you yourself are the solution. It's your job to figure it out. And if you need advice or you're stuck in a pit that you, that you just can't get out of, you can go to a teacher. Genius Hour always has backup plans if anything bad does happen. Genius Hour really is a win-win-win-win situation. Wow, four wins. It's good for teachers, it's good for students, good for the schools, and good for personal life skills. The list could go on forever, but sadly, we don't have forever. I hope you understand Genius Hour a little bit better and just how purely amazing it is. Well, looking like time is up for me in this episode, but if you did like this, you will love all the other podcasts on the peak. I suggest 003. It's okay not to know everything. It's just really well done. I want to give a big thank you to you for listening, and a big thank you to Alexa and Jazzy for talking with me. If you can come down to the peak sometime, check out the recording room and see if their painting's up. I would also like to thank Reagan and Zoe for participating as well. They are also making a painting of sorts, so be on the lookout for that one as well. My name is Aaron Coso, and while you're at it, if you like my voice enough, come down to my personal podcast, where Danica, my partner in crime, and I talk about some topics that might interest you. We have a Google Classroom at the moment where we're posting all the info. The code is M-F-E-L-M-W-Y, all lowercase. Okay, shameless plug is over. <laughs> Our hosts and producers are Grace Allison, me and Allison Fleischer, Sol Fritz, Danica Eisentraut, Aaron Coso, and Grace Parks. The Peak of Existence is recorded in the Peak Studio, a space designed for staff and students by Jillian Cherry, Tatum Gibson, Avery Hedon, and Lindsay Spence. Steve Phantoms provides the music for our podcast. The Peak of Existence is supported by the Thompson School District. The Peak Studio is located at Loveland High School in beautiful northern Colorado.